Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Jeff's still on vacation, so another solo episode for you today. Just going to go through some of the top waiver wire pickups for the week. You know, not as, not the most maybe... (laughs) inspiring list this week, but there are a couple guys towards the top here that I think could definitely do you some good in your league, especially running back wise. So we'll get into that in just a minute. Make sure you guys though go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. We're on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. You can go to the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. On there we'll have our full waiver wire rankings. We'll have, you know, the regular rankings coming out here tomorrow, all that good stuff. So check that out. If you guys have any questions at all, you can also email us at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. So I'm just going to get right into it. Waste no time here. On the rankings this week, this is how we do the waiver wire. We take the ESPN list and any player that's owned in 50% of ESPN leagues or less is eligible for our list. So with that, Darren McFadden and Alfred Morris both find themselves eligible based off our, our criteria this week. I know in most people's leagues, once the news came down last week of Zeke's suspension possibly being reinstated, Morris and McFadden were picked up if they weren't already gone before that. And sitting here, this is early Tuesday morning, still don't really know what's going to go on with Zeke. And so hopefully that'll get wrapped up today before you know, the waivers actually will go through overnight for most people. So we'll know if you need to spend a lot on Morris or McFadden. And But if Zeke is suspended, these guys are going to be quite valuable. But the problem is there's two of them. Which player is actually going to be more used or is it going to be a 50-50 split, you know, just hurting their value? And I know the I see a lot out there. It's probably people are leaning Morris in some ways. Because he's obviously been the back that's active while McFadden hasn't been active for any games. But there's also people that say eh, they were just keeping McFadden inactive in case this happened. They needed him to step in for Zeke. I don't know. You can, I guess you can see either point of view. No one really knows. No one's going to know until the game starts on Sunday. And, you know, neither. And if Zeke's out, we'll know who the back is, how they're going to use it. I find myself leaning towards McFadden slightly, but that's just that's just maybe more of a gut feeling. There's nothing to base that off of that I have. So it's gonna be a complete guess. Maybe you can get both of them. That'd be you know, that'd be wonderful. If you're a Zeke owner, you definitely need to try to get somebody here. And I I, I wanna say I I still lean McFadden, but I mean I can obviously see the path for Morris as well. But maybe it's gonna be more 50-50 split. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Take your chances on either one. And, you know, if you feel strongly for Morris over McFadden, sure, go that way. I have no problem with that either. I mean, I don't, it's, it's, it's a tough call. No one out there is going to know, except for probably Jason Garrett. So other than those two, I think the top waiver wire pickup of the week is going to be Orleans Darkwa. Had a just amazing game against the Broncos. The Broncos defense had been shutting down everybody, both in the past and the run this year. We had talked about earlier in the year, like in 2016, they weren't a great necessarily run defense, but they had stepped up this year and they were that. But then you get Darkwa, just when it looked like it was possibly Wayne Gallman's backfield. Darkwa goes, gets 21 carries, 117 yards against them. Following up last week where he had eight for 69 and a touchdown before he went out with an injury. So, I mean, 
he's going to be the top of the list most people's, and I think he should be. You take your chance on him. He maybe this is his backfield over his career. This is actually his fourth season now. He's been decent. He is as a four point five yards per carry over his career of one hundred and seventeen carries. So he's been been a decent player. He hasn't been spectacular. But I can see that maybe this is, they're going to give him a chance possibly. I thought they were going to give Gallman that chance. So there's always, it's hard to say for sure how it's going to go. But I think you take the chance. Anytime you get a running back, you get a potential new starting running back, you you take a chance on him. And at this point in the year, what are you waiting around with your waiver claims for? It's I think it's too late to be playing around with those. You try to get one of these backs if you're a running back, if you need a running back badly at this point. You try to get, you know, one of the guys here. Darkwa, do I really think he's going to be a top-end option going forward? I really don't, just because of the way I typically think the Giants seem to be using their running backs. I mean, if Perkins comes back here, he's probably going to have some work. You know, there's still Gallman. I think they want to see what Gallman can do. It, it's tough to say for sure. I've like I've liked Darkwad. He was actually in my super deep sleeper list before the season started, so I did see the potential there. But yeah, take a chance on him. I think at the very least they're gonna give him another look next week and see what he can do. But again, it's Seattle next week, so it's a tough one. Then they got the bye the week after. So just kinda kinda watch that. The next player on our list here is gonna be Deontay Foreman, a guy we have talked about before. And again, he looked, you know, pretty solid. He's getting more and more carries every week for the Texans and it's kind of become a split backfield with him and Miller in a way where he's not going away he's getting double digit carries he's looking good and getting those carries if there ever was an injury to Miller Foreman's going to have a good role and if you know it's possible they just don't really think Miller is this complete three down back where he's going to get all the work every you know 20s plus carries it's not quite happening for Miller if you look at his numbers, he hasn't hit 20 carries on a year. He's had quite a bit, you know, at least 14 in every game. So it's pretty solid there. But then Foreman comes in. His carry numbers have been 12, 8, 13, then 4 only last week, but then 12 this week. So he's consi- consistently getting carries. He's not going away. If you're a Miller owner and Foreman's out there, pick him up. Put him on your bench, I think, at this point. he You need, you need him for that. Next, guys, another guy we have talked about a little bit here, and that's going to be Alex Collins. Collins, another solid outing. He definitely, this this Baltimore backfield's another one that's just kind of confusing. I don't really know what to expect week for, you know, week to week. Last week, it was Javorius Allen, 21 carries. This week, he drops down to 10. Still fine, 10 for 49, not bad. But then Alex Collins is the one who's getting the majority of the carries. He had 15 this week. So Collins' carries now have gone 7, 9, 9, 12, and 15. Picking up every week. He's been productive every time he gets any kind of work here. 82 yards, 82 yards, 55, 74. He, he's, he's been consistently, you know, just decent. He's not, I'm saying he's overly spectacular, just great player, but at this point, you kind of just need players that are going to get you points, especially if you're hurting for injuries. You need these bye weeks coming up. Collins is a good play, player to put on your bench. See how he does. That's a bit of a tough matchup this week at Minnesota. You probably wouldn't want to start him, but then there's some potential decent matchup in Miami, Tennessee. He could get something there. So pick up Collins again. Don't need to go into him too much, but again, it's these, these, these uh, backfield committees are tough to know 
what's going to happen every week, and they seem to be changing, but take a chance on them. The next guy I got on my list, CJ Proceis. We haven't seen him in a bit. He's been injured. Last year when he was out there, he looked like he was just a playmaker, looked dynamic. I really like what I saw from Proceis. And with the backfield this year, no one's getting it done right now with Lacey, Rawls, McKissick's there. I think you're going to see a chance for Proceis to show what he has. Not saying I'm guaranteeing anything, but Rawls, Lacey, they're not getting it done right now at all. Lacey, for sure. He's just not much there. Rawls, not much there as well. I think it's going to be Proceis is going to get at least a chance to show what he has. And if he does something, could get more work going forward. So pick up Proceis. I think I think he's the most talented back in the backfield there for Seattle. He can, you know, he'll be using the, the pass game, run game. So hopefully he can get healthy here. Hopefully we'll see him out, but pick him up, put him on your bench, see what he can do. How about some wide receivers? John Brown, another guy we know, everyone knows John Brown has talent. It's just, can he stay healthy? Will it put it all together? Again, it's not much volume. He only had three catches, but he got 63 yards, got a touchdown, back-to-back weeks with a touchdown. He is, they are maybe easing him back into it and using him a little bit more. So it's nice to see that. It seems like he's healthy right now. So John Brown's another guy that, you know, if he can ever get on the same page with Palmer, if they really start looking for him, he's talented enough to put up big numbers and be a good wide receiver option, especially wide receiver. I liked, I thought wide receiver was quite deep going into this season, but it hasn't to me turned out that way. There's a lot of guys that have been missed on prior Martavis Bryant, you know, Mari Cooper, those kind of players are just not quite there. So pick up John Brown. I, I'm really, I think there's a good potential going forward for John Brown again. Nelson Aguilar, I got to talk about him. He's getting touchdowns. It seems like the touchdowns aren't going away. He's now up to four touchdowns on the season in six games. We talked about him a bit when we did our Carolina-Philadelphia game recap on Thursday night. And again, if you're a wide receiver needy team, Aguilar is you can go do much worse than him. And he's he's getting a few targets, he's getting touchdown looks, big play looks. Again, it, it could continue. Four out of six games is is starting to become a little bit of a trend. So I like what I'm seeing from Aguilar as well. Alright, some other guys. How about Chris Ivory? If you're a Leonard Fournette owner, you got a bit of a scare the other day. It looks like it was just an ankle injury from him. He should they're saying he should be good to go against the Colts. This week, but again, you do not, you don't know for sure. They'd have the bye week the week after. So it's not out of the question that if there's a little bit more to it, if you know something, if it's not quite healing right through the week, not quite right, maybe they, maybe they sit him. There's always a possibility. And Chris Ivory, he, he's been a good running back in the past and he's, he's been getting, you know, consistent numbers. He's getting four or five points in standard every week. So he's con- consistently doing that. He had 13.7 this past week in a standard league. So if this is not, maybe this is a time where you might start to need a handcuff situation And you know, Chris Ivory is, looks like he's the clear handcuff to Fournette at this point. So you put him on your bench. I think if you have the spot and you're a Fournette owner, I'd like to do that. Some wide receivers. How about more wide receivers, more potential, I guess. Mike Williams finally got out there, saw some action, only got one target, but got one catch. Obviously, they're just easing him back into the thing for the Chargers. So it was nice to see him even play and show up a little bit. This could be bad news for Tyrell Williams owners. 
he hasn't been overly impressive on the year, and so it wouldn't be a shock at all if his snaps start to go down a little bit. Looks like they already did with Williams out there, with Mike Williams out there. So that's good, you know, good to see for Mike Williams owners, you know, people have been stashing him. And I think there is something there. He's obviously a top 10 pick in the draft. He has, you know, unlimited potential. This week, though, going against Denver, eh, not the greatest matchup, but week eight against New England, maybe week eight is coming out party. So if he's out there in your league, go pick him up. Another guy with some potential, Corey Davis. He's been injured, hasn't been out there. But Tennessee could use him in the past game. So if he can get healthy here, he has Cleveland coming up week seven. Maybe there'll be something there. But again, their bye weeks week eight. Could definitely see him holding them out again until then. But if you're if you can use the bench spot for him, it's a good, it's a you know, good stash because he's again fifth pick in the draft. He's a you know a great, great talent, great player. Definitely could Definitely could see him breaking out in the second half of the season. There's no doubt he could be in that, you know, that much potential and that to that talented. Some other players here, just to name off some guys. These are getting pretty far down the list here. Uh, Deion Lewis, I've been liking what I'm seeing from him every week. You know, he, Mike Gillisley is not taking over that backfield as the main back. Deion Lewis is getting a lot of work and he's starting to get more and more. And just it's not just pass game, it's carry. So Deion Lewis is a good add as well I believe some other wide receivers maybe you could throw on if you need some bye week fill-ins Marquise Lee Jermaine Curse, those kind of guys they're going to be out there every time for you Juju Smith-Schuster it's an interesting one you know with the news that Martavis Bryant had asked for a trade I don't know how accurate that is but obviously he hasn't been the player that a lot of people hoped he would be so the rookie in in (laughs) Smith-Schuster has been out there he's been playing getting three four catches a game you know, if anything were to happen with Bryant, this would increase his value quite a bit here with Miss Schuster. So just keep an eye out on him, especially in deeper leagues. If you can throw him on your bench, that's a good add as well. Some other guys, Josh Doxson got another touchdown. So again, not much volume there, but he was a talented player, a top draft pick who might be getting himself into the game plan a little bit. But again, there's only one catch. He's only had four on the year, but he's got two touchdowns. If he can ever get, you know, into the game flow and playing a little bit, maybe since he's finally could be healthy, he had the talent to do it. Let's see if that's still there and if he can, you know, step up. Because Terrell Pryor, Jameson Crowder, they've been big disappointments so far this season. So that could be, you know, maybe a chance there for Doxon to still do something. Taylor Gabriel for the Falcons here, for the Atlanta Falcons, that's if... Mainly if Sanu's still out, Gabriel could be a bi-week fill-in. They're playing New England. That's mainly the reason why you could possibly use him this week. New England's still just giving up a lot of passing yards to every team they play. So, Taylor Gabriel, if you're in a complete bind, you need somebody to play this week, especially if Sanu's out, throw him on your bench. You know, other than that, there's not a lot of great options. Some leagues are going to have maybe Matt Forte could be out there. People have dropped him. He looked like, you know, he's the, still going to be the main guy. If Powell, him and Powell will probably be once Powell's back, Powell's back. But McGuire wasn't quite, you know, it's McGuire. He never was a great prospect. He was just people were hoping for the workload there. And it wasn't, it's just not quite there. I think Forte is going to still be getting 
you know, majority of the carries. And other than that, there's nobody that's really standing out to me right now that's just, you know, a great pickup. Maybe I'll look at some defense, streaming defense-wise. One, one, one of them I would like coming up this week probably be the Titans because they're playing Cleveland. Again, anytime you can get a team going against Cleveland, you look for that. And Titans will be a probably, I mean, we're not going <laughs> to, that's no major news. Anybody playing against the Browns, if they're available, you're definitely going to try to get them. Some quarterback streamers, not as great of options this week. And Jacoby Brissett, he looked pretty good. You know, I mean, decently fantasy wise, but he's going against Jacksonville this week. So if you're thinking about him, probably try to stay away from it. And then I guess if you're in a complete bind, you have no one to play this week at quarterback. Yeah, Blake Bortles could be an option playing against the Colts. Colts haven't been good against quarterbacks. Blake Bortles does have week. I mean, he's only had one week this week, this year. That wasn't really any good. But this is complete desperation play. If you need somebody. Yeah, maybe maybe Bortles is the best of the bad options. Still not necessarily recommending it, but it's you could probably do worse. Maybe a Trevor Simeon going against the Chargers. Simeon's been decent, but again, there's not a lot of great options down here this week. Tyrod Taylor, though, against the Bucks, that could be a decent one. Bucks haven't been very good against the pass. Tyrod Taylor has has it have he said his up and downs, but that could be a decent option as well. But I think that's going to do it for the waivers this week. I'll be back tomorrow. Got some rankings. We'll have a special guest for the rankings shows the next two days. We'll go through all that. Make sure you guys, you know, if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at the FF Profit or Fantasy Football Profit on Instagram. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.